Hello, my name is Lauren, but you probably know me as Catherine Ross. I'm here to let you know that if you love our content and want to feel the same dread, terror, and jubilation that I do, then make sure to check out Lurking Fears when you head out to your next convention. With a great group of professional storytellers, Lurking Fears is able to weave stories that will haunt you and take you to the very edge of madness, which is something I know a little bit about. Now, while specializing in Call of Cthulhu, Lurking Fears also runs games from a variety of other systems, so there's something for everyone. They're committed to running heavy RPG adventures that are driven by the narrative and, of course, by the player's choices. So, check out their Facebook page and follow them to keep on top of which con they'll be hosting games at next. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the action and see what our Keeper Raz has in store for us. But if history has taught us anything, probably going to be bad news. Can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Good evening and welcome back to Cthulhu in Cairo. I'm Raz, joined by the entire team, and we are in the middle of, midst of Russia. Uh, when we last left you, uh, the team had taken a truck from the uh, farmstead where uh, Fernando Pessoa had explained to them the situation of the, his need of their aid. Uh, Ella had helped him perform a ritual and the name Sidney Poulter was mentioned by some dark, mysterious creature that tunnels under the earth deep underground. Uh, making their way south towards Sevastopol, which seems to be their next uh, location they need to go to in order to secure uh, passage. They were caught in a freak snowstorm, and some say freak, some say no, some blame Pessoa. We were just talking about that off camera. <laughs> and uh, they got caught in about 20 inches of snow. Jack uh, and everyone fought off some wolves. Jack got a little bit bit, but uh, was patched up. It is the next morning, and like I said, they're between 20 and 22 inches of snow on the ground. Uh, it is a cold brisk morning but the snow is starting to bait uh or abate and uh that's where we find our team now so cast i'm gonna let everybody unmute for a second hello good evening how's everyone doing tonight guten morgen Excellent. i'm cold <laughs> jack cavendish has turned german oh oh <laughs> kayla's cold i want out of this snowstorm ella's cold famous is the lands of the, of the pharaohs <laughs> i do she's like i like sand why am i here 22 inches sand. of snow nothing to scoff at no it's I would like to um, to just bring something to our dear listeners' attention, something that may that they may find surprising. Catherine, like most women, becomes cranky when she's cold. Really? So, who knew? Catherine can get cranky. Yeah. Here's another one. Catherine, when she's cranky, like most women, is hard to tell the difference. <laughs> so, <laughs> so as a man, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Because we have no idea. We're like, did I, what did I do? That's fair. All right. So that's where we are, Cast. Uh, the next morning, like I said, there's about 20, 20, between 20 and 22 inches of snow on the ground. Uh, the sun is still behind the clouds. It's still a gray sky, but it, uh, everybody is believing the storm is starting to blow itself out. The snow is slow, slacking. Uh, the, the lean-to is, you know, the, the tarp that you put up is weighted down by a lot of snow. You probably got about 12 inches overnight, so it was falling probably two, three inches an hour, which is amazing amount of snow in, in a sh short period of time uh but other than that you know everyone survived the night stayed fairly warm you guys were able to, to, to eke it out with no problem and um 
yeah, that's that's what you have around you. So the scene uh, with the trees and the snow that's still on your screen from last time, uh, that is pretty much where you are locked up against the side of the truck. It is becoming quite apparent, though, that there is not going to be an easy way to move this truck through 22 inches of snow without a road. I mean, there's just, you can't even see, the, there's just nothing here but snow. Vodham kind of goes about his business like, uh, you know, what you do after a, a big, heavy snowstorm, you know, he's not, he's grew up in this region, he's fairly accustomed to it. So, you know, he's not, he's, you know, kind of gruff and you see him kind of, you know, pulling things here and pulling things there and checking the truck and, you know. Drinking. <laughs> he's not a, yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> listen if you don't have a, a little a little thing of vodka to start you off in the morning i'm not sure how you get going a little vodka he's he, brushing off the truck things like that <laughs> just being fastidious yep yeah i'm also okay. going to start um i'm just going to grab anything that could possibly start to dig the truck out and i'm just going to start trying to clear a path you mean like jack <laughs> jack start digging the truck out is he is, is he <laughs> shovel shaped i meant like get you know like a a bucket. Oh, you mean a, yeah, an item, not I grab anything. Okay, no, Jack, yeah. stick to the truck. <laughs> no, I'm going to start digging out around the tires. You can dig around the tires, but you look down and there's miles and miles and miles ahead of you and behind yeah. you. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Well, Two feet of snow what? in front. It's. It... You know what? We got to start somewhere, and I don't really like okay. all of your negative attitudes <laughs> right now. Is it a very heavy, wet snow, or is it sort of a light, powdery snow where we could drive slowly and like sort of plow through the snow slowly as we go? Have you ever been to San Moritz? Only in the summertime, darling. Only in the summertime. Okay, it's absolutely not like that snow. It's heavy, it's wet, it's terrible. It's not like good powder for skiing. So if you've been to San Moritz, it's not that snow. Okay. It's the shitty kind that's really hard to move. It's Russia. And you're, she, you know, you've got, you know, yeah. So we're abandoning the truck is what you're telling me. Well, This is um, not bougie rich people snow. This is horrible <laughs> wet poor people snow. Come on, this is communist correct, snow. Yeah. How dare you, this is Vodham's home. This Sorry, Bottom. He knows what kind of snow he has, please. <laughs> there's there's different kinds of snow. This is only snow I've ever seen. What is well, this? This is a man who What is this snow. powder powder snow? What, what Wait is, what until are you we about? take you to San Moritz. <laughs> Eskimos have 26 different words for snow. This is number 19. This is the one that's called shit snow. It's just not good snow. <laughs> so the truck, I mean, yeah, the truck's not going to move. The, you know, the snow's not going to melt anytime soon. Um, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, but in two feet, of, two feet of snow, if we wander off into two feet of snow, as far as I can see in all directions. Oh, it's not I good. Can see, I can see that going badly as well. Well, we do have we do have provisions. Should we all, this is the inner worm in Catherine's brain, should we all just get naked and get drunk and die? Like keep fucking digging. I I throw the bucket at you, and I'm like, keep digging. No, no, no. I didn't. Sh that wasn't said out loud. Jeez, God. Then that's why was it? Then why was it vocalized on a microphone? Because I that, I felt that's the, unfortunate. I felt the listeners <laughs> needed to hear because I don't see what else are we gonna do. Like, let's just get really drunk, have a party. We're all gonna die. Well, well we can we can cut down a couple of sm small trees, create a litter, so we can put our provisions on the litter, and we mm. start trudging. Yeah. That sounds about right. How essential do you have to be to the group to count as a provision? <laughs> Are you <laughs> suggesting leaving me behind? No, no, yeah. She wants to be carried on a litter. This 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 strikes me okay. as something, something akin to a, a sick snowbound fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Elizabeth Taylor. I thought this was I'm just saying I can drive the car, I I heal the wounds. <laughs> I shoot well. 
every time someone explains how valuable they are, it usually means that they're they're kind of out of their element. It's time to work. Okay. So I, yeah, Vodum's got a plan. Oh my uh, god! Make, you know, Vodum. use the tarp as use the tarp between the two trees. Explain you know, away <laughs> trees or whatever as a as a, you know a, um, a hammock almost to put stuff in, or you could just build it with more you know sticks or whatever. However you want to do it. You well, the, uh, the the it's a flatbed truck. So yeah. the wood from the flatbed truck could be used as uh, yeah. as yeah. a as a as a flooring for the litter. Yeah, and there's sure. kind of a toolbox on the side of the truck too. Perhaps you have something to pry oh, sure. the wood up with. Yeah. Absolutely, because there you know you were your own mechanic back then, so you had a full toolbox to right. Yeah. Most, yeah. Yeah, and I think last episode um, we said that I found a toolbox, so we have one. Well, Faye, yeah, you also have that skill, don't you, where where you can find things that are kind of not things? Yeah, the resourceful skill. I can uh, tap yeah. into that if we need something. Here's specific. a circular saw I found in the middle of the woods. Resourceful. It's just something I, I don't say? remember talking about. What about the clothes? What about the clothing? Like, are we no, really fitted fit out for winter right now? No, you were. Yeah, in Mos- in, uh, at the party just before you left, everybody went shopping. We were headed for Siberia. Um, yeah, so you and Jack, you were... You were kitted out by the state, so you have nothing but the best. I also it- bought, um, <laughs> and I also bought like pelts that we can kind of sling that's, sling over our right. shoulders. So if we yep, want yep, an extra yep. layer, pelts are good. True. Yeah, naturally true. impervious. You're welcome. Yes. Is Jack's parka like bright red? <laughs> it's from the oh, state. Yeah. It's a state <laughs> it's, run <yeah>. parka. <laughs> it is. It is. So every it's, CCCP it's across his back. <laughs> Like he's in the Olympics, yeah. <laughs> just, a bit, just a hammer and sickle. Yeah. It's actually made of bear. It's a, it's a giant uh, bear skin jacket. Okay, all right, that's much cooler. <laughs> little, the hood is the head, you know. Yeah. That's so much sexier. Oh yeah, so there's something so incredibly comfortable. You know, I was picturing, I was picturing yeah. like you know Drago from Rocky Four. <laughs> exactly. I must crush you. All right, so um, to build the litter, I'm not going to make. Uh, there's not going to be rolls for this. I mean, this is pretty much just standard stuff for people that are in trouble. But let's talk about how we're going to carry it, what we're going to put on it, how much weight we want to carry on it. So, what you're looking to take, obviously, are provisions. You want to take the, the tarp. You want to take anything you need, um, the, a toolbox. So this starts to it starts to put some weight together. So anyone carrying this for in two foot of snow is going to be slowed down pretty good. So, so we'll have to take um, take uh, we'll rotate and take turns. Even the yeah, women, under, you know, will yeah. Anyone their... under a forty strength is probably not going to be able to help. So is there anybody with a forty or less strength? I think everybody's pretty strong, aren't they? I'm just making sure. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fifty. I'm a forty-five. Oh, even Catherine can there get up is. there and she can carry bandages. That's right. No, like right. I, I mean, can I deadlift a patient to? You know, help him out. Yeah. Sure. Can I drag a litter through some snow? I'll. I could do it, but I'll, I'll take in. like a. I'll take like a pole. Someone can take the other pole. We're doing strength, not size, right? Strength. Okay, cool. Then we're fine. How about Ella? Ella. Ella is a fifty-five strength. Yeah. she can. She can carry as well. Although beefy. I'm a. a excuse you. <laughs> beefy. <laughs> oh, she's a beefy gal. I'm of average strength. I can do a few pull-ups. I think fifty five is a little higher than average, isn't it? Well, I mean, 50, like it, fifty is points. not fifty is not average. Fifty is like strong, you know. Yeah, it's like it's not like a exact scale of zero to one hundred. Like Look, ninety is like no, uh, you know, humongo. Look, when I was inducted into the cult, they had us do Greco wrestling matches in order to prove <laughs> our our metal. Okay. <laughs> Were, was okay, funny. was it nude? Because if it wasn't, that's weird. 
Catherine's on a, on a kick tonight. Yeah, I'm sensing I'm sensing a trend here. Well, you I know what honest, it is. I can tell you that Catherine is going to be off that kick probably in about 25 minutes. Yeah, so we'll find so, out. Yeah. You know what it is? It's the fact that we're just so cold, and I'm concerned about the five Fs. Well, Catherine, As if you're you already know. stripping naked and you're brutally cold, that means you're dying. I think she's you're in shock. Sh- <laughs> yeah, your body's going into shock, and that is a real thing. Yeah, I think if if we're going by the pamphlet, I think we're at the fifth one, which is <laughs> fucked. You're fucked. That's what it is. <laughs> you remember. Of course. Uh, everyone go ahead while you're building this uh, this sledge. Now, now, there's another option, guys. Instead of it being uh, you know something that you have to uh, carry, it could be something you pull. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's called sledge. Yeah. Uh, so that would only require. Working. I thought it was. I thought it was literally. You know, four. You know, two in the. You know, one guy in the front with two poles, and one guy in the back, or lady in the back with two poles. You know, trying to carry it over the two. It, feet just of snow. with the thick snow. But you know what? If 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 it's kind of got like a like a. Hey, we could just make a. We could make a sled. You know, we've got yeah. uh, poles and and you know tie it oh. to uh, tie it to some of the wood and then you know ropes the yeah, pole flat and bottom, boom, sure. like a flat bottom sled. Yeah. Yeah, you could you could come up with something. That I'm going to need a little bit more of a roll for though to make it. So let's look at anybody who has um, mechanical. Uh, I'll take survival, but I'm going to have to take a little bit off of that because this is not. I'm not again. Not everybody's survival was produced in what where they are. So Vadim, I would say you're okay without anything affecting that role. You would be because these this is your home turf. Uh, anybody else that is specifically made for winter survival. Uh, just take 15 off the number and then go ahead and give me rolls to see if you can build the sled and if someone gets okay, it. Okay. Um... And again, if you have mechanical, mechanic repair, even though it's not a mechanical item, it's still like working with yeah. your hands and stuff, I'd allow that. It's engineering. I got it. I did not. Wow. Me too, actually. I just made it. Just made it. So we have three people that pulled it off. So yeah, you're able to put it together in just a, in a little under an hour. Our beautiful minds working together yeah this is this is our crafting project in order to bring us closer together considering what we have endured (laughs) wow the key this is engineered in the cthulhu and cairo reality show that the keeper put together to bring us together this is our bonding activity guys love it beautiful so darling you just weave it down and up down and up like that i know how to weave okay (laughs) elif you're making a sled with a weave maybe you should go sit down um (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's it's not wicker. It's a it's a big old piece of truck with two by fours yeah. on the back or two by sixes. Yeah, it's probably two by sixes, two by eights. I thought there was going to be like malleable branches, so you mm. weave it. Yeah, yeah. Not sure what truck you've ever driven in. But that's okay. okay. She meant around the, the location. So you guys t- uh, start out. Let me have a marching order. Uh, who's trying to be the the eyes and ears of the group up front? I'm sure everybody's armed. They have their best weapons out you know because again you've already heard of wolves you've heard the the sound of you know of a pending if you want i can i can take lead with a rifle so that i can i have eagle eye so i can okay bottom would suggest that um so so jack wonderful starting first but uh the person in the lead is sort of like clearing the path uh so we so we rotate through the lead and we all walk in a single file line so that uh, the rest are not having to work as hard and are you sled? The sled's gonna be last, Scott, so it has the most snow affected or the least. You know, um, well, probably... the, the sled can be sort of, you know, hmm, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, because the more snow you disrupt, the hard that sled's gonna boop, 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 all over the place, as opposed to, you know, if it's got mostly a, a flat surface. I would say the so... the person pulling the sled. Well, it would probably be two people. Right? No, I guess one person could pull the sled. Would be directly yeah, behind, directly behind the point person. Okay, does that make so... sense, everyone? 
I, totally. I'm okay sure. with it. Yeah, because the more footprints and the more the more depressions in the snow, the more that sled's not going to f- lay flat. Yeah. It's going to want to bump. And that's just going to make it harder on the puller, right? So I would think that the more virgin snow you can go through, the better. And if you're trying to keep your numbers into a single file, then yeah, probably best be first or second. I'll All pull right. This so how, who's. Oh, sorry. So who do we got first? I'm sorry. I think Faye was volunteering to pull the sled. Yep, but who's first? Adam? I think Jack said he was gonna Jack. he was gonna take point first. Right, yeah, so we're gonna start off fine. the first hour with Jack and then Faye on the sled. And then who's going behind them? Vodum will take up the rear. Vodum I'll go on the back next. End. Ella and then our nudist Catherine Law. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's I'm sure we all yes. know it by now. Catherine says weird things when she's pressed. <laughs> and this is right, a new one though. I must admit. I don't know. So the witch is in Salem, but it doesn't make it right. Maybe I should. Whoever's pressing Catherine, please stop. (laughs) Talk to the keeper. Talk to the keeper. All right. So let me, uh, people at home, I'm going to show them what they've seen. So the first hour goes by. uh, You do hear, again, you do hear the the sound of some dogs, wolves off in the far distance, which is probably, it's very, it's like around 9 a.m., 10 a.m. So most of the time they're going to be late afternoon, late early evening at dusk, or you know, evening type noises. So whatever this is, it it's probably the end of the their shift for the night when they're hunting. Maybe they've got a kill. You, it doesn't approach any closer over the hour. It's just a sound off in the distance. Uh, but you clear this copse of small trees. You see just that, mm-hmm. just a long, long amount of snow. Just like so, like it just opens up into just plains. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do we have a and map? Is this a lake? Catherine, that's a very good question. You don't have a map that I remember you having. Well, did someone at the village, like, give us a very rudimentary... Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, hand-drawn yeah. map. They, yes, on the hand-drawn map. I'll tell you what. Somebody go ahead and give me a luck roll. One person only. Pick them. Who do you want to use? It? I have 61 luck right now. Okay. Isn't Vodum also new? So how much luck you got, Scott? I have 53. I've used a bit. Okay. I've got 76. <gasps> Jack-, Jack Cavendish! Come on, roll! Jack Cavendish. Roll, oh, man. absolutely. Wonderful. Yes, no problem at all. Let me just step in here into the void. <laughs> and I'll probably fizzle this side. No, he makes it! Yes, Oh, fantastic. thank God. <laughs> Woo! All right. Jack, yes, on the on the, <laughs> mag- the immaculately drawn map from the <laughs> small family that has it married outside of its own gene pool in about 100 years, they did mark that there's some form of water, like a pond or a lake in the area. And very good eyes. Somebody in the party, Catherine also, screams, I have a pamphlet about this. I think that's a lake. <laughs> and sure enough, Jack, on the hand-drawn map that has no scale, you're like, well, there is some sort of a lake feature. <laughs> Catherine, that's really good thinking. Because, who that would have... Uh, Thank you. That would have been a doozy to... Uh, morale if one of well, us the, the question in. is whether we are already on the lake or we have not yet gone onto the lake so we would have to dig to the ground and see whether we found dirt or ice Vadim, go ahead and give me a um education roll please that is a 23 uh which is a uh, regular success he's not the most educated guy they call education what you know and intelligence the idea ah, the computer, right okay. so education is the things that you do know so in this case uh, with two foot of snow on top of a lake in this cold, it's probably frozen. Yeah, the ice is well, definitely frozen. You know, the the snow wouldn't be yeah, yeah. setting on the water otherwise. But right, but thick probably enough. enough where yeah, you're probably you're thinking we should be okay. Two inches with that roll. That's all we need. Two inches. Well, but we won't be able to stop on it. I guess is my point. 
yes. we'll need to cross it completely because we won't be able to light a fire on it. No, I would. No, I wouldn't dig to the to the ice. Ex- exactly. Yeah, yes, yes, I wouldn't so. do that. It's an interesting thought. Ice fishermen from light fires. That's that true. Yes, I but... think it's a little deeper than two inches when they do it, though. I hope. Maybe yeah. not. I don't know. I've never thought about it. This is also Cthulhu and Cairo, and no offense, guys. Um, don't want to sleep on a lake. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> want to take my chances. <laughs> things in the water tend to suck. Yeah, um, whatever things we can prevent here, I'm just going to go ahead and say we do. Yeah. I keep hearing Lord of the Rings in my head. Don't disturb the water. Don't disturb the water. How uh, how do do we see what what could be identified as like a opposite shore or something like that? Is can we gauge the distance? Yeah. So uh, by the look of the the image that I've given you, figure that's about in in your scale. In, it's probably about two to three miles. Okay. To get to the next set of tree line. So if it's a lake, it's massive. The 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 map that they gave you doesn't look like it's that massive. So this could be planes that come up on a water feature and then like it's a pond. Um, you're pretty confident though that all of you looking at this hand-drawn map that there's no way, again, it's not quite to scale, but there should be no way a lake would be quite this massive. It would, so it's probably, you know, a bit of field and then some pond or lake, a smaller lake, but it's about three miles to the woods. And what time of day is it right now? Is it like midday or? So yeah, we're coming up on 11 o'clock. So I'm going to need every hour, we're going to need constitution rolls. And here's the way this is going to work. If you make a regular success, you're going to lose 10 points of constitution. If you fail, that's bad. You're starting to f- feel the effects of frostbite. You're st- something's going wrong. You're not kitted right. Your feet are getting too wet. Something's not right. So a, a, an absolute critical fail is bad. If you just don't, if you fail, fail. So you just fail, but you don't do a critical fail. You're going to lose 10 points off your con. If you get a regular success, you're going to lose five. And then if you get a hard or a critical success, nothing happens. So the only time you're going to you're going to have a real bad issue with frostbite or, or the person's going to need to be carried is a critical fail. So after the first hour of trudging through two foot of snow, pulling a sled and walking in the single file, let's have some rolls. Conan Ross, what, just tell me what you get. Um, Conan Ross got an 83, which is still a success. Yeah, just barely. Yeah. Okay. Conan Ross hates the cold. It's all the nudity. Okay. So C- Conan Ross, you're going to lose five off your next roll. That's a regular success. Okay. Jack, you're fine. I'm yeah. assuming you're, yeah, okay. Yeah, my con's 85, so. Yeah, it's fine. So you had a hard, a, a, oh, actually almost a critical success. Right. What about you, Madam? How did you make out? I rolled a 15. That so is you're... a hard success for me. Perfect. Okay, you can keep going. Faye? Um, I got it right on the money. So you're going to lose five. Yep. And Ella? Three. Ooh. Oh, an O three. O three. Okay, Ella picks up Jack <laughs> and starts pulling the sled. Wow, okay. Jack, follow me, boy. Follow? No, Jack, <laughs> on my back, old man. And then you start pulling the sled. Hold this cord, Jack. I my toes are actually. I, I you know what? Canonically, I have already spoken a little charm to keep my feet from freezing. Excellent. Well, isn't that special? You well, want good to share for the charm you. with the rest of the class? It doesn't <laughs> actually work. It's more of like a, it's a placebo effect, but she's like, <laughs> I'm feeling good. Well, Kayla, they didn't know that. That's what placebo means. <laughs> so if you walk over and put, and put your hand... If you walked over and put your hands on everybody and said, a spell to keep you warm, then they go, oh... Thank you. But if, but if you go, this spell doesn't work, I'm going to try to keep you warm. Don't bother. No, Fuck it. No, I'm dead. Dad. You're placeboing yourself? 
no, no. no I, all I think okay, of Lauren. is the scene in Conan, a protection, a, a charm against evil. I am evil, old slut. I mean, it doesn't work. If you, I mean, you got to do it and make them believe it. I know. So that was good. Okay. Look, the, the point of that was, yes, I said a few words. I'm believing it's working. But like Lauren burning incense to cleanse the air, it actually doesn't work. Okay? Nobody actually knows. So it's that's the joke. But you know what? You took it to a whole other level I love. So thank you. <laughs> I wish you could see Lauren's face when you said that because she looked so hurt. So next hour, you are able to get halfway to the opens to the, to the forest, to the wooded line. Again, no sounds of dogs. You see a couple of foxes, a, a, a winter hare, you know, um, a, you know the white rabbits that kind of move about. They're they're scurrying. Uh, the snow is just super deep. Uh, it's amazing that they're even out. But you do see a little bit of sign of life, but still no birds, no birds really flying. It's it's devoid. And when I tell you that there's no noise besides your breathing and pulling the sledge and the walking, uh, if you're not used to that kind of quiet, it starts. It can start to mess with you. You know, there's not even a, a, a heavy wind right now. It's just this this barren s- snowscape of of nothing under a gray sky. Hard to get your your fix what, on which direction you're going. Uh, you're pretty certain you're going the right way, heading the way the road would have taken you. This right now is just it, it's just let's try to find some shelter. The next place we got to go, we just got to keep moving. All right. So everybody, go ahead and make me another set of con checks, and we'll see what happens after hour two. Matter of fact, let's do it this way. Anybody that makes a, a critical success, like Ella, you don't have to check the second, the next hour. So Ella, you're okay. Okay. We'll take your role on the next one. Just the critical successes? Just the criticals. Yeah, Scott. So no loss for a hard success at all. And a critical, you don't have to roll the next time. That's how we'll set that up. Yeah, so I have a hard. I, I know, Jack. You're always that way. <laughs> I have a hard, Keeper. Bottom rolled a 41 is a regular success. Okay, so he's going to lose uh, five. Regular success. I'm, uh, I, I know, no, Down 10. another five. Yep. Faye? I failed it. However, it was not a critical failure. So you're down 10. God yeah. damn it, Faye. Well, you know what? It's going to happen to someone. And <laughs> Might as well be me, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, you, <laughs> Catherine looks over as you start shivering a little bit and complaining about the cold. <laughs> and she's like, you know, if we had another person here that you hadn't shot in the head like Matthew, he could have kept us all warm. But okay, moving on. Whoa. Um, whoa. If Matthew was here, we would have had a lot of money and we wouldn't have, you know, like, had a broken down piece yeah. of shit yeah, if, truck. Okay, yeah. if Matthew was here, I would be shot in the face and you would be over in where the hell did he want to take you? Switzerland? Well, somewhere. They have great cheese. Okay. <laughs> good. Anywhere but here. Good for you. All right. Well, I'm cold and I'm pulling the sled. <laughs> okay. Um, when still nothing, uh, third hour. So now it's coming on like about one o'clock in the afternoon. Sky's breaking up a little bit. Uh, you are able to peek through and see the sun and you get a good bearing. You are heading in the way that the road would have taken you. It may not have cut it directly across this field this way, uh, but you know that you're at least heading south, uh, which is towards Sevastopol, which is a good thing. You're you're making shit time though, mile, two miles at its max uh, by time you're just dragging and pulling. So it's time to switch up on the sled. Who's going to take the sled over for a little bit? Vadim will volunteer to go to the front since he's been getting the free uh the, the clear path in the back <laughs> the, the, the i step in your shoes yeah so maybe yeah, we okay. maybe we rotate that way so the front goes to the back okay so jack to the back it. yeah all right go ahead and make uh con checks one more time for me and then we're gonna hit the tree line now make the uh, decisions in in hand jack's right. okay jack you lose five on that one yeah, yeah. Yep. i have a regular success so i will be going down five points correct yep all right correct i didn't make it but it wasn't a critical fail 
Okay, so you're down 10, Catherine. I'm going to roll to 44. I'll be down Adam, five regular Adam's success. Adam's down five? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I failed again, but it's not a critical failure. So what are you down to now, Faye? You're down 25 total, right? Yeah, I'm down to a, a nice, comfortable 35. So, uh, oh, yeah, or not. yeah, Faye is starting to show. <laughs> Faye is starting to show the effects of the cold. Oh my God, it's all the Fs. <laughs> They're all coming true. Yeah, and I'm gonna start saying a few F words if I don't get in front of a fucking fire right now. So, ooh, spicy. <laughs> and there was two F words in that sentence. Jack is quite strong. He's 75, and his size is 75. Right. What are the chances of possibly Jack? carrying her so he can like carry her and hold her against him to sort of share uh-huh. body heat so she's not uh it's not affecting her as much okay possible? jack so you're gonna you're gonna take on an uh what size are you Faye? i'm a 40 okay so probably about 140 yeah she's, pounds, she's small she's very small right that's um, what i was thinking all right so we're gonna add 15 percent to your rolls from here on out jack if you carry her all right so every hour that's 15 percent a into your con into your con roll. So if you roll a 20, it becomes a 35, 70 becomes an 85. And that means if you roll like a 90, that's a fa- that's a critical fail. Because you're gonna it's gonna add 15. So if you're willing to do that for the first hour, we'll add 15 when we, you know, for the carry. How far are we from the trees? You're at the tree line now. You're just hitting it. So the other alternative is to stop for a little bit and build a small fire and yeah. try to have something yeah. to eat. That's probably a better and idea. And warm her up a little bit. We're at the tree line, so we know we're definitely off of water. Um, yeah, that's probably you a guys. better call. What does everybody else think? I don't want to risk, you know, two people having issues. So if we just, everybody could use a break. We've just dragged a, you know, a sled across a frozen lake. So mm-hmm. if everybody just wants to get into the cover of some, you know, some trees and build a fire, I'm, I'm completely kosher with that. Jack, I appreciate your offer very much though. And Faye's going to remember this. This was very... Very selfless and sweet of you. Well, you'll be more than welcome, yes. But please, someone build a fire very quickly. All right, so fire is built. Everybody, how? give me a rough idea of how long you plan on staying here. Is it, it, obviously, this isn't the best shelter for the night. Um, it is open. You know, if the snow sets in again, which it could, uh, overnight it could snow a couple more inches. You just don't know. I mean, like I said, the sky has been overcast most of the day. Still is. Is this just a stop for an hour or two, or is this... Well, what's the time? What's here. the time of year? It's is it? Are we like June? Is that when we were June or July? Or? No, 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 no. You arrived at the very end of uh, this is the end of uh, thirty one. So you're in like late November, early December. Oh, so we're we're talking. It's getting dark at like five, five thirty. Yeah, yeah. And what time is it now? A little after one. You could probably get another three or four hours in it if you mm-hmm. you know with an hour's rest. Maybe stop for an hour. Yeah, just to warm up. So she- Cause, yeah, because it's going to take a while for you to warm up once the fire is there. So we'll build a decent-sized fire and then um, let everybody sort of circle around the fire to get their backs yep. to it and then turn around and sort of toast gently. Okay. So everybody that's around the fire and has something to eat, go ahead and take back 10% to your con if you lost any. 10 points or 10%? Whatever. whatever you, if you lost five points off of it, that'd be 5% anyway, so it's percentiles. So if if you lost two, you you know two sets at a regular success, you'd be back up to ten points. You don't add ten; you go back up to your either starting number or you regain ten. Okay. As the fatigue is leaving your bodies a little bit, plus the food and the stop, it was a good idea. Yeah, I think All the right, risk so. of risk of of carrying her is probably um, if she if she'd gotten lower, I guess maybe, but she was getting pretty low. That's pretty dangerous. Yeah, and she's only up to a 45. She could end up needing it. But let for now, let's see if hopefully she keeps making some decent rolls and we'll be in good shape. Yeah, fingers um, crossed. <laughs> keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to need somebody to give me a survival check. Anybody who has winter survival, or again, if you didn't pick one, subtract down. 
I think we called it 20% off of survival. I'm trying to make sure you can get a read of the sun and through the canopy of the trees. It's These trees are pretty big, looking, and some of them are evergreens, so you can't see well in here. I just want to make sure you stay on a, on a decent path southerly. Anybody get a good success on um, that? I got a... Um... My regular um, survival wilderness um, number mm -hmm. is 45. I subtracted 20. That's 20. Well, no, wilderness, um, I'm okay with wilderness. This is a oh, wilderness. okay. This then I got a hard success, 12. Okay, then you then fine. If anybody else made it, you're able to communicate together. Uh, and, Ka you know, Catherine and the other people that had succeeded are able to find a, a, southernly, a southernly route. Moving through the trees with the sled is a little slower. It's not a straight line. Um, the snow is not quite as deep because the trees did cover some of the ground. So you're pulling probably in only about half as much snow, maybe about 11, 12 inches. But the sled is just, you know, you have to go around trees. You have to go over stumps. You have to, you know, it's just, it's a slow, it's a slow plod through this. Now, the other option is you go back out into the deep snow and you skirt it and move with more, you know, with that kind of an effort where it's not quite as hard moving the sled. Either way, this is, you know, it's, it's catch 22 on how you want to proceed. Um, but for speed wise, you're not you're not doing that much better in the thinner snow. Not trying to pull it through scrub and you know trees and everything else. So you're saying that it's yeah it's a little bit less convenient, but it's not enough to. So here, if you stay inside the trees with less snow, I'm not going to make you have con rolls. You're going to be able to pull the sled and to go slow, but you're not going to gain any additional speed. You're not going any faster. Okay. Yeah, but you're yeah, not exposing yeah. yourself to the elements quite as bad as you are out there. Yeah, I is... think that's probably the safer. That. Yeah, right. Essentially, it's less snow, but move slower. So it's a, it's a, it's a wash, and but we don't have to do the con check. So we stay in the, we stay in the trees. Yeah, I agree. Ten out of ten. All right. So by about four thirty in the afternoon, you're starting to wonder how much further this this thing can go. I mean, like, where the hell is the trees stop? Where do we hit another opening? Uh, we know we're on the right suddenly track. When you do finally break, through, you see a a break coming up, and Sure enough, this is the next thing you see. Let me get there for you. Okay, so as you hit the line of the trees, you do see water. Um, a, this is a, another either a series of that same pond that may have come up around the back. You don't if it's if it's a runoff area, but it's a place where it hasn't. It's close to the tree line, so it didn't get quite as bad of a snow in the drifts. And there are several wolves and animals in the area um, drinking around it. It's now you know a little later in the evening. They're probably starting to get ready to move around sunlight's coming down they haven't caught you yet they haven't smelled you you're downwind but you're counting at least six out here right now and they're and they're down by the water's edge now beyond that is is an opening is is another field there's no way to follow the tree line around the field you can you can do that you know you're if you follow it around you'd probably be able to skirt them in about 45 minutes It'll be about 5.30, so it will just be starting to get dark. I mean, you have some torches. You have some things that'll, you know, work to give you light. You could even light, you could make make makeshift torches and use fire. But you do have, you know, like battery-operated items that'll give you some light. I, I, think, it, that, I think it would be best for us to put some distance between us and the wolves. Uh, the water might distract them, and uh, they might be more inclined to attack other animals in that area, rabbits and so forth, foxes. Yeah, you don't have to tell me twice. I think that sounds like a better idea. Lead the way, intrepid hunter. What she said. <laughs> All right, so you skirt the wolves. Uh, the howls do grow, but nothing comes at you. You see the signs of other type of hoofed animals, probably uh, some sort of a deer or elk. You don't see any of them, but you do see some, uh, like you've crossed a trail 
uh, you know, just before the sun is coming down. And again, you're in the woods, so it's getting a little darker, a little faster. But as you make your way through and you come up, you come out, you know, you're trying to come into pockets of different copses of trees. Suddenly, much to your surprise, you see a small home, not in great shape, but there's a there is a light on inside and it's in the midst of this voluminous amount of trees. Just, you know, it's just parked there like it has a, a yard around it. It's not that far on a good day, like you can make the fishing hole or the little pond quickly. There's game to hunt, but it just happens that this is a sole house in the middle of all this expanse of snow. Did you say if it looked occupied? Like, is there smoke coming There is out? a light on inside. I'm going to look around at everyone and just say, possible saving grace? Uh, I don't know about you guys, but house means warm, and I kind of want to go to it. Well, with Varum being the only local that could speak the language, perhaps he might be the best solution to go and speak to them. I would not suggest all five of us go to door at the same time. People in country like privacy. Do you want someone to go with you, or do you want to go alone? If if we are thinking of asking for some sort of hospitality, I think it best I uh, approach by myself. But what if it is a woman at the door? Would she approach just one man, or perhaps a woman and a man? Smart. I could go with you. My Russian, I think, is the best out of the girls. Mm, you can go with me, but probably stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but try not to use your... <laughs> your language, your wow. words. You know what? I'm so cold. I'm not even offended. All right. So we've decided that three of you are going to stay with the sled further back into the into the tree line. And Vodham and Faye are going to attempt an approach. Is that it? Sounds good. That's it. Vodham, uh, Faye, you go ahead and make your way, you know, through the snow. Uh, it is getting, the temperature has definitely dropped, right? In the last several hours, it's probably now down into the 20s. Um, I would say we and, would try to approach it from as clear a vantage point as possible. Yeah, straight down the road, Not nothing that's going to cause people to be unconcerned. So they would, you know, possibly see us or such as we're approaching more likely to. I'm also going to hold Vodham's hand, not only because I'm cold, um, but also because maybe if it's, you know, we'll appear more friendly. Are you carrying your weapons? That's a big friendly. Two people holding hands with guns, a lot less friendly than two people holding hands, no guns. I have my pistol. I think that that's pretty easy to conceal under all my layers. Yeah, my same sure. for me. I would yeah. have cold steel against cold steel against your skin yeah. feels. Ooh, yeah. So nice. Well, I mean, like you know, not <laughs> <Joking>. on my. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> not skin to skin, but <laughs> skin to steel. <laughs> yeah, Vadim's the same. He would have his. He would have his pistols. Uh, you know, like he normally carries them, but they're concealed. So Vadim, Faye, you. Uh, you have your concealed weapons, none of your heavy hardware. Um, so someone left Aveline's Tommy gun back. Face not carrying that up to the door. <laughs> Just trying to Christ, level into no, it. No, I don't. I can't even use that thing. I have the Tommy. Understood. The, the kickback. I know. She's so small. I'm just gonna go. Whoo. All right. So you, yeah. How are you? There, no one seems to approach Vadim or or notice that you're you're of your approach. They they seem fairly. Whatever's going on inside or whoever's there doesn't. It seems unawares. We see no so activity in the door. No activity behind in the windows or anything like that. Okay. So there's only this one window in the front, um, and then the door. This, but it's lit, it's, so like no, no it is lit. You no shadows see. moving back and forth. Nothing like that. No, nothing you say. As as we're you know as we're approaching it, you 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 know we're talking about how quiet it is. So definitely you know Vadim is is got his listening 
you know, listening skill in, in, in overdrive, trying to see if he can hear anything coming from the cabin at all. Okay. So the cabin has one main room and then a side room that looks, um, it's bigger than like, like you know how they have the, the uh, woodsheds that attach to the side of the old homes where you'd have to, you'd walk outside, pull, and then you'd be able to bring lumber in and, and feed right. the fire uh-huh. uh, to keep it all dry. It's, it's bigger than that. So it's, it, it's another part of a home, but it, 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 but the, but the main house itself is not very big. Like you're probably talking one or two rooms, tops, a small fireplace. You, and there is some smoke coming off the chimney. You're able to make that out in the dusk as the sun's, you know, as the last of whatever light is left is going away. Uh, so the house is, appears to be, you know, running a fire, but the, the, the building next to it, while it, it just looks like an oversized woodshed, but you know, like probably like 30 feet wide and probably another 20 or 30 feet deep. I know it's been snowing, but um, are there any footprints around? Mm, good idea. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, there's so a, there's a single set, single set of tracks in and out of the house. Okay. So people are here and they are active. Okay. Single set. Yeah. Going to the woodshed and back. You want to walk around, Jack, to Vadim uh, to the uh, no, 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 to the, no, the... the footsteps that we see. In the oh, I'm sorry. Yes, going. they go, they go all over the place. Um, the snow's been here all day, right? Sure. So you're you're seeing you're seeing multiple, but it's the it's definitely the same shoe, same size foot. And and we don't hear anything. I when I mention, I'm you know seeing if we hear anything at all. Nope. You can nope. You can approach the window. You can look in. You can approach the door. Knock. You can go towards the the secondary building and try to do the door there, whatever you have. So you have three options, really. I mean, you, well, we would, you know, being friendly, I'd say we'd just approach the front door. Right. Faye. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I think if we All start right. looking through windows. Uh, yeah. Keeper, how far away are we, are the rest of the group from the house? Is it close enough that I could sort of with, uh, I don't have a scope, do I? Is it, is it close enough? That oh, I Jack, can... you have to have some sort of hunting scope. I would think so. So then is it, is it possible then that I would be able to, at least watch from a distance and keep a beat on it. I mean, are we like, are we more than like 300, 400 yards? No, 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 no. You're probably about 75 yards, 70 yards. It's, it's okay. a good shot, Jack, but it is getting dark. So the wind, the light from the window is pretty much the only thing illuminating them. It, it would be a tough shot, but you could easily cover them if someone, you know. Yeah, no, well, that's what I'm thinking. More, to cover them and also see what's going on from a distance so that we're not completely blind if someone sort of grabs them and takes them away or. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay, then that's yeah, what I'll do. You've got that covered, no problem. So uh, Ella and, and Catherine hold on to the sled. They've got it ready in case they need to move. You've got the scope out. You're, you're down as comfortable as you can be or leaning up against a tree. You've got them in your sights. You can see just their outline. Because remember, again, you're, they're front lit. So their backs are just going to look like a silhouette right to you. You're not going to get a lot of light out of that. Right. But, um, but you've got it on. And if someone pops their head out backlit from the room in the doorway, you'd be able to get something on them. Uh, and there's Vadim's there. So Vadim, do you go ahead and knock or just open the door? As as we go up the steps, I you know, I, I actually just kind of call out. Usually you're like you know hello, you know as you approach somebody's house in the in the country, yeah. right? So so this house is a representation. There is no step. The door goes right to the ground. Okay. Yeah, but they've dug out the area around the door, so like they have this little pad where they can kick their shoe, you know, kick the snow sure. off their shoes and stuff. So as we're like as we're coming up to the house, not quite there yet, I would call out. You know, like 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 announcing our presence in a sure in a friendly, you know, you know, a friendly holler. <laughs> I'd love to hear a Russian friendly holler. You know, like a, in, in, in America, <laughs> we would say hello. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I immediately sound Scandinavian because they're like universally friendly. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Until you touch their smelts. Um, never touch them in the smelts. Don't touch my fish. <laughs> Don't touch my fish. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you call out, and there is nothing. There's no noise, no door opens. Uh, the house, everything just appears 
like there's nobody there. Okay. And we notice no movement around us or anything because we'd kind of be on, you know, hyper sensitivity. Yeah. Okay. Nothing yet. All no. right. So we keep approaching. He bottom kind of glances over at Faye and like, you know, yeah, let's keep going, you know, trying to get uh, confirmation from Faye that she is in agreement. Yeah, I squeeze your hand and I nod. So we um we continue to approach the door, calling again and this and get to the door and give it a knock. No answer. Try the doorknob. It's a it's the old style latch. Like a latch. Yeah. You know. So there's yep. no lock on yep. it or anything like that. Nope, not out here. No, yep. they don't. They didn't. Uh, yeah, the door swings open. Um, you smell, and this is miraculous. You smell a, like a stew or something cooking. There's a small table that would sit a few people, but looking around, you only see what appears to be the the garments of one of a of like a, a person about your size, bottom a man. There's no feminine femininity to the cabin. Nothing you know that that would show home this is more like you know this is my house as a man but not cohabitated nothing like that it's it's very practical very functional almost like a hunting cabin mm-hmm. uh that just became a permanent residence at some point yeah like somebody trapping cabin up, you know. something like that yeah something like yep. that exactly and there's nobody inside you know off, oftentimes in the country people will have a trapping or hunting cabin that they go to during the winter to you know those purposes yeah. call this call this one scale up okay um it's a little warmer, like there's no wind, like you're not getting a lot of wind through it. So it's well, it's fairly well maintained, um, but the inside is just very Spartan, very Russian. Okay. And uh, do, do we see, you know, any doors or anything leading to any other rooms? Is it, it's, it's just a single room? Just a single room. Um, no other, you know, back door or anything to it, I would imagine. So no. Um, any indication that there's a cellar? Uh, hard to tell unless you go in. It could be a. Oh, a, I, a I thought floor. we stepped in the door. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no. If you're stepping fully in, I'm sorry. Yeah. Then no, you don't see anything like a root cellar. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, give the give the old stroll around. You know, kind of uh, put my hand over the stew. Is that still hot? Is there? Oh no, it's boiling. The stove? It's, it's coming. It, yeah, it's it's um it's actually over the fireplace itself. It's it's a suspending. You know, it's oh sure on the little arm. Fire. Yep. Yep. And it's and it's on a, it's off to the side, so it's on a low boil. So someone obviously knows how to cook because they're not letting it burn. It's off, you know, pretty far off near the wall, but it's definitely keeping it warm and and at a, a nice roll, you know, a decent simmer. Jack, go ahead and make me a look uh, a look roll, please, a spot hidden. Okay, that's a critical success. Jack, you got somebody coming out of the the woods off to the left hand side, entering into the clearing. Um, they've got you know a gun with them, and they've got three hairs on a line. And they're, they're coming around. It's, you know, just timing was a thing. Like, there's just nobody in the house originally, but this guy had been out hunting. It's a man, probably in his late 50s, Jack, by the look of him. Just because, you I mean, with your eagle eye and a five, I mean, you just nailed him. Uh, you could easily pop him down here and, 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 and end him at this point with a five. Just take the shot. But, I mean, I don't know why you would need to, but he's just an older man coming in from a hunt. And he's probably about three to five minutes behind them. They've been milling about the house now, looking around uh, for a couple minutes. And- yeah, no, I don't think it's necessary to kill him at this point. I don't think that's what he would be thinking. Well, Jack, I'm, I'm sorry. I keep getting you and Ezra confused. There's a lot of gunfire in your background lately. That's so, true. Uh, that's true. Ezra might have popped him, sure. Ezra would have fired all cannons. That's I mean, right. But yeah. We're not there, so that's nothing good. But a little, nothing like a little chaos, sure. Yeah. So do you want to just watch him head, head to the house? Yeah, what, I might, yeah what I might do is I might start walking towards them. I'll motion to the others and I'll start like creeping my way, creeping my way up towards the house um, just in case something bad does happen that I can, I'm quicker to get there. Okay. So this is a guy who lives out in the wilderness and is, and is good at what he does and kind of is able to, you know, sustain himself out here. Um, go ahead and make stealth checks. The three of you. 
I made it. Excellent. Catherine? That Excellent. is a no. And a no from me as well. So Jack says, we're going to go down somewhat quietly and get closer just in case. All right. Um, oh, Jesus. Hey, you're God. lucky it wasn't a critical fail. It was an 89. The twigs are buried underneath the snow, but you're still somehow snapping each and this every single one of them. This is the snow ever. Every I give them step. A very, it's like, uh, my boots. A very cold. unfriendly look. I'm like, shh. You get the you, you get the ugly eye, the stink eye from Jack Cavendish. It's um, deserved. So the door, did you close the door behind you, Adam, when you went in? Or are you leaving it open so like if anybody approached, they didn't think you were? Yes, it would. I would Goldilocksing the house exactly. Yeah. Would have definitely left it open. <laughs> yeah. So you hear? Oh, I did not expect you. Not now, but in a way, you're overdue. Huh. Come, Adam Gavrilov. You and your friend come to my fire. Let us eat. It's uh. Oh, he called you by your name. So he can't, he comes in the door, and this is how he, how he responds to seeing us? Uh-huh. I'm like, uh, do, do I know you? In time, Vadim Gavrilov. In time. That's where we'll close it for tonight. Okay, what? everybody. That's where we're going to stop for tonight. The um, So uh, we've got Jack and what we like to refer to as the, uh, the Cosmic Noise Twins bringing the sled in. Uh, actually... <laughs> The Catherine clankers. and Ella are sitting on it. No, they're sitting on it, and they're riding it into the into the opening. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine gave Ella a push and jumped on it. And yep. Went sucks to be you, Jack. First one there, and goes right past it. It's the most fun that we've seen Catherine have in months. I'm surprised she got in on months. a sled with me. That's great. No sports, well, you do right. <laughs> okay, so Catherine shoves the sled that Ella's on. <laughs> Ella goes tumbling and goes. Now that's the most fun I've had all month. <laughs> There we go. That's more in character. Okay, thank you. <laughs> all right. But um, for all of us here at the Bard of College, we want to thank you for listening to Cthulhu and Cairo. We'll find out exactly what's going on with Vadim Gravilov and this man in the wilderness when the team comes back to see you next week. But from all of us here, thank you so much, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu and Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.